It's P.O.D. from The Trail Show. Thanks for tuning in to Part B of Episode 32. If you haven't yet heard Part A, it's available for download right now on iTunes and Stitcher. And now, for the grand conclusion of Episode 32, we present to you Part B. Before we begin, a word of warning is in order. Some content on this month's Trail Show is not suitable for young listeners. Grab a beverage, sit back, and enjoy. Bear has nothing to do with hiking. Get on the trail! We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and guts. Que no parece fiesta. It's the Trail Show. My God, Polly. Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. What the hell are you two doing, Mike? Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. What are you girls doing up here? Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Yeah! Paul Mags Magnanti. He's a fraud. And now, from Dilo's basement, it's the Trail Show. Normally, at this part of the show, you hear this music. But tonight... We gotta get all the people flags of Dilo's question. I know. I know. Tonight, we have a special bonus segment. So we're gonna end the music. And not end the show. And not end the show. We're actually going to be interviewing various hikers that we have with us whoop, whoop. about all both right. Winter OR and about their craziest experience on a long distance well, hike. We gotta grab him back. We gotta grab him back. So I tell you oh. what. Scared him out. Shira, thank get him you. Back get him back in here. here. Shira. Shira. Bed. In fact, Shira, go she, get him. Shira will be on the chair next because she. Is a famous hiker. She is a famous hiker, but yep. I tell you what, let's start with these two guys we got in the chairs. Yeah. So basically, we're just going to ask you two questions. The first is craziest shit you saw at Winter OR this week, and craziest shit that's ever happened to you on a hike. Ooh. So, wow. who wants to start? Check. Go, or, you go first. Uh, they're you both go pointing crazy. at each other. Crazy. You got the biggest check, beard. You, you got to go first. Check's got the check of the box for the crazy you shit. Gotta go. Checked in the box. <laughs> check in the box. Okay, oh, okay. it sounds like the real hiking Vikings going first, then. <laughs> it does not oh. sound like the real <laughs> Well, maybe so, one of us should right, go so, first. So, okay. crazy okay. shit that's ever happened on the trail? Or what about Winter OR? Oh, Winter OR. We'll get sick to OR. Whatever well, you know, I'm looking oh. at, I am looking at Swami, who Swami. is a also a famous hiker. <laughs> His whole rear naked end, the, almost the goat I just saw. He thinks that's funny. The goat. I think that's cute because it's uh, it's very cute. <laughs> All right. So the funny or the um, the most uh, the most amazing thing I saw at Winter OR is that yeah. what, or the craziest craziest thing? either or. I mean, there were like like female like models. I think just uh, there's yeah. a very p- peculiar place to be seeing, you know, polished female models. Yeah. I know. I, I, yeah. get that. Sport, I get know, that. I get that all the time. Maybe that's an easy cop out for the always, answer to this always, question, but y- y- you know, someone like me who's been living out of a trash hole and you know, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's it was very strange to see these these gorgeous you know all done up women wearing outdoor gear and trying to entice people into their booth and it's yeah. like is this what we're doing? Did Why you go do this thing at Vegas, right? Did you go by the Skechers booth? I didn't. I, I what am I what <laughs> yeah. am I doing at Skechers? Right, no, but yeah. exa- I'm exactly. going to get some shape ups. You yeah. know, yeah. I'm going to hike in some shape ups. So you know where I'm going with this one. That is Skechers, right? I, 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 I won't know. name the pack company because a lot of people use them in the trail community. Yeah. Why not name them? I don't know. Name them. Name them. Name them. Name them. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. 
Osprey had the 1960s airline stewardesses, not yeah. flight attendants. Yes. They were dressed like Mad Men airline stewardesses. Like I saw that. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. the heck? Hiking, hiking. <laughs> hey man, I like hey, keep it. it in your pants, bro. Uh, what pants? Oh. You guys hey, put that on. away. Put that away. <laughs> what the? It's a backpacking company. What the heck does 1960s airline stewards have to do with selling backpacks? Oh, no, they were selling their like luggage, their carry-on luggage. They had a whole like setup. Yeah, okay, there. but oh, is yeah. that what they were selling? Yeah, they had like, yeah. their big carry-on uh, luggage because you can't just be a backpack. That makes a lot anymore. more you sense. Be everything. Okay, but it just you're supposed to be progressive outdoor organizations. Many, not just Osprey. I'm going to pick on them per se, but it just made me scratch my head. I'm like, funny because I've done IT monkey trade yeah. shows, and they use yeah. the Different crap they're selling, but the same tactics. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, there's almost so much greenwashing and progressive washing in the outdoor industry, and they might as well just be selling computer crap. Right. Well, well, well luckily, had, Apple wasn't there, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah they, they, <laughs> I mean, right? They so, might as well have been. I probably saw 300 iPads this, over the last two days. Yeah. That's all yeah. they're doing. Hiking Viking, craziest or most insane thing that has happened to you on a hike? Well, uh, you guys were all there for the interview earlier tonight, and you may have heard this story already. Is it? Should I repeat it? Yeah, Give I us the truncated the, the version reader's of this. Story. Truncated the, version? It's the yes. Reader's Digest version. All right. The So I, I happen to have a six-minute-long clip of about a thir- 20 to 30-minute-long interaction with a three- or four-year-old black bear in, in the, on the Idaho-Montana border. And I haven't released it on any of my social media because I'm pretty much a jackass. And I should have (laughs) behaved in a completely opposite manner. And I probably should have died and wouldn't have been sitting here talking to you about this at all. But I got away with it. And basically, I got chased down by a black bear for a few tenths of a mile. Yeah. And I ran when I shouldn't have. and uh, But it all worked out because in the end, I... Charged him like the boss that I am. And I scared the shit out of his hairy butt. <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when you first saw the black bear, it was actually feeding on an elk carcass. It was indeed. Yes. It was. What could Were you possibly that hungry, go you wrong? Are you going to eat that? I'll split it with you. <laughs> I'll just eat the gristle. Yeah. yeah. Just it's stuck a little on my teeth. Yeah, but, you, but you made it out alive, and you're here to tell the story. I am. Yeah. Unreal. Really oh, unreal. Man. Not fake. I know. <laughs> I know. Check. Cra- craziest thing you saw this week at Winter OR. Oh, man, this week. I can say something from a couple of years ago. Okay, that'll work, is too. They start, I forget what company it was, but they came out with some new breathable fabric. And so they came out with a guy and, like, and this girl who had nothing on but, like, a bodysuit of this breathable fabric. Whoa. Was it, like, fitted? Or it, yeah, it was completely, it was completely camel-toed. But the problem was that the guy, he was all dressed up like that, and he was wearing this big, like, goat, like, devil I love it. helmet. Okay. Wow. Wait, like, was this in a Stanley Kubrick movie? No, this was, like, going down the aisles of OR. That was, was their eyes job. Wide shut? Is these people <laughs> yeah. just walk yeah. up and down the aisles in these skin-tight <laughs> suits, and this guy had this crazy, like, goat helmet on. And wow. I'm like, what are you doing here? I Were they leading you to the sacrifice? Selling product. Yeah, I, I think they happened. showed up to the wrong place. Yeah, I think they were going like Comic-Con, and they were like, what yeah. the hell is this? Yeah. Like they walked so. in, and they still got a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just didn't know what to do. You, you sell wool so. underwear. Okay, great, thanks. Yeah, thanks for coming. So. All right. Marino. <laughs> Craziest or most insane thing that's happened to you on a hike? Uh, or most memorable story you'd like to convey? Take man. your pick, man. 
I would say you had an animal encounter hiking by camp. I would say that I was in the heat. Or did the animal have the animal encounter? <laughs> yeah, who was it? Who, who freaked <laughs> out? Who? That's just. Yeah. I was crapping my pants. So we're going through the. I was going through the Gila. I was hiking with my buddy uh, Nicotine. It was fantastic. The only guy I know that could smoke like two packs a day while hiking. Okay, so that's perfect. pretty amazing. We're in going. Itself. Yeah, I mean that's pretty amazing. And so we're going through the Gila. You know, you know, it's tons of water crossings. Everything. We finally get across the trail. Where you know, doing your talking, you know, you're making the miles going through. Next thing, I just look down, there's this long snake, and I about ready to step on That's it. That's what she said. It flings. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where to go with that. Yeah. Please keep talking. It's, uh, Please. I'm so sorry. Barry to step on it. It automatically flings into a little coil. It was this huge rattlesnake that was about two feet from me that I nice. almost stepped on. Yeah. And it got coiled up, sprang out at us. It was it struck. Yeah, it was it was it was coming after us. I'm just I don't like snakes. I don't want anything to do with them. They got a purpose, <laughs> I get it, but I don't need to interact with them. Yeah. So it was it was pretty freaky that I had that whole it's it's crazy to yeah, animals are completely uncontrollable and you yeah you have no yeah. idea what's gonna happen. It's, you it's, don't know anything, especially like snakes. Yeah. They're hiding behind there. I mean we had a a rancher who was going you know, what, what do they call the the sidewinders or something yeah, down there in New Mexico. Sure. You know, this guy, he's a rancher. He's like, you'll be fine with, you know, a rattlesnake. But if you get one of these side wanders and they bite you, you better bend over and just kiss your ass goodbye. <laughs> oh, it sounds if like you're talking from yeah. personal experience. Yeah. He, that's, that was, he, and he was driving around a little golf cart around his property. And he didn't tell us to get off or anything. He's just like, yeah. watch out for them side wanders. <laughs> and then... But you made, it, you made it past the rattlesnake. I made encounter. it past. Well, yeah. Nicotine's like sitting there taking pictures of it and like wanting to pet it or something. I'm like running away. And yeah. You can, was, you can run from snakes. Yeah. It was like 20 <laughs> minutes. I was like, I'm not going anywhere until this thing like slithers away. And so it was. And it I left? That feeling. Yeah. And it finally left. It finally got out of the way. But, it, you know, something like that just freaks you out. Right? I know that yeah. feeling. Yeah. I mean, but it's something like that's. anywhere until that slithers it's away. It's crazy how something like that is like deep build inside of every human being yeah. like you know an animal right. noise or oh, like a rattlesnake no snake. <laughs> nothing makes you born you can do all the yoga and meditation you want but something like that just boom brings you into the moment <laughs> snake pops yeah. out and you're just like home. yeah all right yeah, exactly dude. you guys are crazy all right thank you nice. both so much you're for welcome. telling thank us your story thrilled to be here with you guys so i'm excited, excited to be, to be here. so much and, and some of those other generations we really appreciate it Clapping for myself right now. All right, all right. <laughs> Next on the mic, we're gonna have Ashira and Swami. And I'm both you guys get out of here. Trade seats with both these guys, and uh, we'll be right back. So now we have back in the chairs. We have Cam Swami Honan, who you heard earlier today, and we also have. She was taping a special across the hallway, ladies and gentlemen. It's Shira, Princess of Power. Yay! Yay. It's an I, honor to be here. Woo. We should hike together. I think we did. Well, the, I mean, the more. Two princesses. Yeah, okay. now yeah. two princesses together. Let's yeah. discuss that real quick. You wow. guys met yeah, on you. the AT in 2002. 2002, but wow. she had a different name back then. Really? Yes, wow. So when I started the AT. It was back in the day when Crocs weren't that popular, and I had a pair of Crocs. And so people were calling me Boats because I had those big, ugly Crocs. They weren't any Crocs. They were yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were Crocs. That's the only ones they had when I bought them. But And they still live in our garage. They do. I still have them. And I also have a funny old connection with uh, Mags and D-Lo. What? Uh, Yeah, on the Pacific Crest Trail in 2006. 
They picked me up from the airport and took me to Campo. No oh. kidding. Yeah. Just before that, I did the that CDT. Was, that was creepy. No right? word of a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all reunited <laughs> here this weekend, which in is Salt Lake, cool. In the basement of the suburbs of Salt Lake. That's right. <laughs> all right. Cam, let's start with you. Uh, crazy as you saw this week at Winter OR. <laughs> Yeah. I'd have to say uh, the Princes of Darkness at the <laughs> Mountain Smith booth. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, wow, you're at a loss for words. What's going on? I'm trying to think of the right way to put it. Um, because <laughs> you're so politically correct. There you go. Well, maybe that, we that makes two of us. At um, least that's the facade. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But sounds POD, POD, POD was actually doing some volunteer work. That's right. For the CDTC. Okay. And she was selling these uh, beer tubes. Beer, beer tubes. And she was selling them. And she was wearing a, like a skin tight uh, T-shirt. Okay. Pretty much see-through, really. It's, it's not skin. It's just it, that it's no, fat right now. Some so of us would call that sexy. No, 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 it was skin tight. Let's call it what it was. <laughs> and anyway, she was, and basically every single guy that walked past, she, she basically said the line, hey, how would you like a bigger tube? While <laughs> <laughs> well, slowly unzipping the tube. <laughs> exactly. And you'd be surprised how many guys actually took the bait. and uh, They bought them? Well, yeah. I think they sold out within like... Half an hour. We Is did sell all the beer tubes. <laughs> they did. Wow. Including, including yeah. the P.O.D. She made a few hundred bucks for, and, and made a lot of guys happy. So, yeah. It <laughs> nice. was uh, a win all around, really. Okay. <laughs> and it was fun. I, I told many, many, many guys, I said, you know, you need a bigger tube. I, I know. <laughs> and they turned around and listened. <laughs> they did. <laughs> I, t I tell you what, let's go back and forth with this question. So, Shira, craziest thing you saw this week at Winter OR? You know, I've been thinking about that question, and uh, I just go back to, I went to the summer OR for the, my first time. Okay. And it was the thousands and thousands of paddle boards. It's like uh, the paddleboard industry is taking over yeah, the outdoors, and I was shocked. And don't they take them out on a local pond or lake during summer? Or you can like test, take them for a test spin. Right, kind of there thing? was a pool set up. I know there was some lake one day they went out to, but there was a pool set up, and uh, ladies were doing yoga on the paddleboard. Nice, Whoa, nice. people were doing what? acrobatic tricks on paddleboards. Paddleboards. We're okay. everywhere. Okay. That oh was surprising to me, but you know, hey, huh. can I jump to each in? their own. Can I jump in here for a second? Sure. This isn't the craziest thing I saw at OR, but at OR they had a slack line set up. Oh. Yes. And uh, I have terrible balance and not much core strength. So slack lining is uh, not made for me. But yesterday I tried it. I think I had stepped on, fell off, stepped on, fell off. You know, it went on like that for about 10 steps. And I said, that was fun. Bye. And then I decided today that I was going to go back there and I was just going to keep doing it until I could get a couple steps. And uh, it turns out you don't have to be super athletic or acrobatic and you can actually learn how to do it. But the guy that was running the booth was doing backflips on the slack line and all kinds of crazy stuff. Unreal. It was insane. It was it, insane. And by the way, if anybody wants to see a couple of photos of POD on that slack line, go to our Instagram or Twitter feeds. Trail show. Oh. There's also some of oh. the tube. Mags was posting all weekend on, oh, on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> oh. Unbelievable. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Come on, So Mags. I gotta, So our listeners know how much this goes. Ah, oh, Instagram. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Disco has drank 
the Instagram. No, 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 no. That was you all speaking weekend posting on Instagram. Nah. Speaking Mags. of drinking I'm the Kool-Aid. Gonna have to, I'm going to have to side with Mags on this yeah. one. I actually saw Disco. I think oh, wow. You guys are, are teaming up on me. What's going no, on here, man? On. You saw you, it was like 30 or 40 posts. It was oh. getting ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. Hey, speaking of drinking the Kool-Aid, you should open another German beer. Yeah, let's get another German beer cracked open. And I did. Where's my Foster's? I did walk the entire slack line twice today. So mm. it's pretty excited with nice. my progress. No, we already opened that one. A different I, kind. I think we're down to. No, there's got to be another one. The wax one. Dig ones. deep, Mag. And while you're digging deep, Mags, let's, Swami, what is, let, let's ask you the same question we just asked our previous guest. Most memorable thing that's happened to you on trail. It can Ooh. be crazy. It can be poignant. It can be insane. It can be brutal. It. It, it's your call. What do you got? I, and I know you've done a little bit of hiking in your day, so <laughs> you have a... <laughs> I'll, I'll just restrict it to the last two or three years. Okay, very good. But very if you've done off-trail hiking... <laughs> never, never. He's never been off-trail. That's a little private joke. You had to be there for that one. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Okay. Uh, That's a bonus bonus show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think one of them... In, well, okay, well, I'll, I'll restrict it to the States. Uh one of them would have been in a place called Reliance in Tennessee, Disco. Okay, Ooh. yeah, that's that's the Confederacy. I know that quite well. It is, it is. In the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. And uh, one day I walked into this little bait and tackle store and ordered a pizza. And uh, there was a <laughs> <laughs> You order a pizza at a bait and tackle store? <laughs> I, I had a note. I don't have worms yeah, on it. Every time you ordered a pizza at a bait. I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I ordered a pizza and, uh, and there's this bunch of good old boys sitting at this table behind me. And uh, one of them looked at me and said, you ain't from the South, are you, boy? <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him and said, mate, believe it or not, I'm more of a Southerner than you are. Oh. And, uh, and then I had to explain, you know, I'm from Australia. And, you know, as soon as I said, oh, Australia, yeah, a crocodile hunter. Yeah. And, uh, sure. Anyway, ah. so I ended up sitting down with him, had a few Pabst Blue Ribbons, and uh, anyway, ended up getting... Hibbers. Yeah, well, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm getting invited to this party of theirs at a place called a chop shop. You know, where uh, wait a minute. Now, yep. chop shops in the U.S. usually reference illegal activity. Now, I'm just guessing that was the name of the restaurant. It wasn't actually a place no. where they disassemble motorcycles and things. But it's not like necessarily illegal. Well, no. <laughs> Every we'll chop let, shop I know has been pretty we'll, illegal. We'll let Swami speak to that. Go ahead. It wasn't a restaurant. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, right. yeah. you know one of my uncles. Yeah, people worked at a chop shop. Yeah, of course. <laughs> was it? Uh, well, I won't. I don't want to name names because I, I got an idea of which uncle of yours it might have been. Was it Uncle? Hey. Was it Uncle Tony? Uncle Vito? Uncle Joey? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, Ma- I think Mags is offended by what you just said <laughs> right there. By the what way, this is the Weltenberger. <laughs> this is the Winter Traum. This is the German Christmas in a cup. German Christmas in a cup. German Christmas in a cup. Okay. So you were you were in the chop shop with the good old boys in Reliance, Tennessee. What happened next? Well, <laughs> having a few this? more Pabst yes. Blue Ribbons. Anyway, this guy, this friend of theirs who just got out of a two-year stretch in prison, rocks up with a taser. Wait a minute. <laughs> a, a what? A taser. Okay. A taser. Sure, sure. At a chop yeah. shop. At okay. a chop shop. familiar okay. with and tasers. And the chop shop was full of all these hot rods and motorbikes and yeah, yeah it... Uh, and they said, yeah, oh, we found all this stuff in the forest. and like, but Not really. I mean, right. Yeah. Fell um, off a truck, don't worry yeah. about it. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, a few more Pabst Blue Ribbons down the track. They started tasering each other for kicks. 
I leave this oh, up. Oh, man. Why? Why does yeah, this... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, anyway, I'm watching this and I'm sort of stepping back. Yeah. And uh, anyway, this one guy, uh, he was only 23. He wasn't a fully-fledged member of their club. And, um, and one of the older members, one of the more senior members, said to him, look, if you uh, if you let us taser you in the... Balls. In, Testicles? In, in the nutsack. Yeah. We'll let you be Scrotum. A the junk. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, let you be a fully fledged member of the club. Uh-huh. And the guy, I kid you not, without even a moment's hesitation, dropped his strides all the way to the floor. The guy leans over and zaps him right in the Jacobs. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and the guy just dropped to the floor. He was like 300 pounds. He just dropped to the floor and uh, wow. writhing in agony. All his friends were absolutely pissing themselves laughing. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, geez, you don't even see this stuff on Jackass. But um, Yeah. And, uh, yeah, anyway, um, this guy, he was only 22, 23 at the time. But, uh, you know, I said to this guy standing next to me, I said, geez, you know, this guy's just been tasered in the nuts. I mean, any chance he ever had of, you know, having a family has just gone the way of the dodo. Right. And, um, and the guy <laughs> said to me, no, no, don't worry. He's only 23, but he's already had four kids. Oh, <laughs> wow. And, uh, that, yep. uh, yeah. True story. Yeah. True story. Reliance Tennessee. So were you next, Swami? Uh, no, no. I managed to get out with uh, testicles intact. Thanks, <laughs> Shira. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shira, how about you? Any? Uh, wh- what's your most memorable Besides story? meeting me, of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, much like the real hiking Viking, I've had a close encounter with the bear kind. Uh, actually several on the PCT. Uh, my good friend Nemo, uh, said, you know, to me one day, Shira, you don't have pheromones. You have baromones. So to, to tell you the whole story, um, we were camping near Half Dome, completing the JMT into Mm. into the valley. Uh, we were with our good friend, Weather Carrot. Yeah. Big up Weather Carrot. Uh, we learned had never had a close bear encounter in all his miles what? hiking. Yeah, we were shocked. That's hmm. because he's he too is an animal, so I don't yeah. know. And to preface this bear encounter at lunch, uh, Nemo had accidentally covered herself with honey. Uh, just a mishap what? with the weather carrot. This is a PG program. <laughs> weather carrot, you, you dog. No, no, you can't go there. I didn't know we were. It was going to go that direction. <laughs> no, 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 no. But at the same up. time, I had packed out a can of ham and Whoa. had spilled Whoa. ham juice on myself. What kind of a hiking what story is this? Weather's carrot. So one was covered in honey. The other was covered in ham juice. So I tempted fate by saying, "I wonder which." bears like more honey or ham juice a few hours later we were at camp and had the first actual campfire of our whole trip and um it's it's dusk uh we just finished dinner i'm repacking my pack and nemo yells out shira there's a bear and i turn around maybe 10 feet away a mom and her cub coming straight for me i get up and much like the hiking viking run which you're not supposed to do. Okay. I run behind the fire and see Mama Bear take my pack in her teeth and drag it into the bushes. Oh. Yes, oh. by this time it's dark. We're yelling, we're screaming, we're throwing rocks. I hear Baby Bear mm-hmm. oh, no. <laughs> getting corrupted in my eating my garbage. I didn't have my food, but I had my garbage um, still out. Anyway, long story short... Um, we end up retrieving my my bag when the bear took my garbage further into the woods. 
We packed up. We hiked on. That was my first bear encounter. Uh, <laughs> then later near Buck Summit, uh, I was alone at the time hiking. Uh, it was a water source, maybe a quarter mile off trail. Woke up in the middle of the night. Big sound. I couldn't see what it was. Spent, you know, maybe an hour, like, yeah. you know, fighting with the, the sound. Do I get up? Do I leave? Right. Whatever. I ended yeah. up hiking right, out. Right. Okay. Next day. I didn't know what it was. Next day, I camp near the road of Buck Summit. I'm like, okay, these bears are plaguing me. I'm going to camp near the road. Um, I, get, I hear another sound. Uh, I, s- I feel like it's a bear. So there's a, a porta potty many of you may re- oh, yeah. remember at that. I decide I'm going to camp in the porta potty. Yes, sure. we've and all done that for various reasons. You Privy know, baby. Uh, no, we haven't. The poop will mask the smell of the food. <laughs> so actually, before I camped That's in That's a thought. <laughs> So this is like through hiker logic, but continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go over to the porta potty. Actually, first I put my food in, and I'm I'm sleeping outside, and I hear a click, click, click on the highway. The bear is coming towards me. Come on! I saw it coming towards me, and so that's when I got up and went into the porta potty and slept inside the toilet, which was actually very clean. It was a nice experience. Yeah. The next morning, I go back to the spot where I was camping, and there's bear prints everywhere. Wow. And I scare the bear. It's still there. What? Anyway, yes, it's true. I have bear moans. That is crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yep. I'm not going to hike with you anytime (laughs) soon. Yeah, I rescind my comment. I don't carry him or honey. What about honey? So So neither. When are you going through the Bob Marshall Wilderness? <laughs> yeah. So I know Sometime not this year. So I know not to go there at that time. Correct. Oh yeah. Other through hikers on the CDT this year, beware. So CDT of me. hikers 2015. If you see Shira, <laughs> especially in you know Yellowstone, yeah. Bob Marshall Glacier, and she offers yeah. you honey or, or ham. ham. <laughs> Avoid her. Avoid we her. love her dearly. Just don't hike with her. Thank yep. you. She's a princess of power. It's but been nice <laughs> knowing <laughs> all of you. <laughs> hey, let's give it up for Swami and Shira for Woo! telling their story. Thank you. All right. I want I want Gorilla and somebody else who's ready to get on the mic to trade seats with these two. All right. Now we have on the mics Mr. Grant Gorilla Seibel. And introduce yourself over there in the second chair, sir. Uh, my name is Brian Mosley, and I have a few trail names. Uh, oh, what is the what's the trail name you most prefer? Uh, my predominant trail name is Sweet Tater. <laughs> I love it, wow. Sweet Tater. I think we should hear them all. <laughs> Maybe we should. What else do you have over there? Uh, Wolfman Jesus is. Ah, uh, oh, that's the one Wolfman I know. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, Bender. Okay. And we are allowed to uh, use profanity. Sure, sure, you bet. We'll bleep it out, but then we'll, uh, yeah, I'm just going to skip that one. No, oh, no, 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 go, no, no, please, no, no. man. Come on. Nope. Okay. You okay. can use profanity, please. Wolfman Jesus. Oh, I will later. Okay, okay. very good. <laughs> Gorilla, craziest thing you've seen at a, and I know you've been to 16 of these ORs, craziest thing you've seen at an OR? Well, I usually spend most of my time looking at buckles and webbing, but um, <laughs> right, that I did does see sound a, exciting. It's it's wow. really it's, if you want to nerd out, it's pretty beautiful. I did see a prototype product, and you'll hear more about this later, called the Crotch Pot. Ooh, oh. a little tease. That's all I can give you because someone would say it's a crotch tease. <laughs> if I tell you more, somebody will scoop us on it. It's in development. Do you hear Mags over there? He'll be here all week. He's he, he, a thousand. Comedians out of work, and you're over there telling jokes. Come That's on, right. man. Crotch tease, huh? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
<laughs> all right, the crotch pod. That's okay. all I can say. I mean, okay. it's, it's a top secret thing. I, okay. I probably should kill you. Okay. Well, we won't say anything else about it. Wolfman Jesus. Yes, sir. Craziest thing you've seen at OR this week. I didn't really see it. I think we all smelt it actually yeah. in the building this evening. <laughs> there, there, was a, there must have been some type of burst in the tabernacle uh, doo-doo tube there somewhere. There was some type of sewer line break in the glamorous downtown Salt Lake. Yeah. And there was a heady aroma. Yeah, there was a bit of a heady aroma. I thought aroma. it was your cologne. No, 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 no. It was yeah. Mags. It was oh, Mags. Yeah. He yeah. loves tabernacle he lo- turds. He loves it. <laughs> Swimming upstream, man. <laughs> holy a lot holy, of people don't holy. know this, yeah. but Max is a big cologne guy. Max. Mm. Oh, I, I rock the Drakkar. <laughs> now, when you say it, you have to say Drakkar. No, no. Drakkar. So, should I tell the Pauly Mag story? Yeah, while, while we're at it, please. Because people have heard the story, and it was told. And you guys, I thought I told you this. I had no idea about this until two days ago. So we all have our skeletons in the closet. (laughs) No, I'm I'm laughing at at uh, what is it, Wolf Game, Wolf Puck Jesus over there. Wolf Gang, Wolf Gang, I think the best one. Sweet Tater, Sweet Tater, please. Sweet Tater. He's really enjoying like just rubbing his face on the mic, (laughs) (laughs) back and forth. Yeah. Anyway, okay, Polly Mac. You wish you had a beard, don't you? I've got a beard. Beard envy. Max, please. Low hanging fruit. Low hanging fruit. Just gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I'm shocked. I could have sworn I told you the story, but I have my skeletons in the closet. So I was 19 Ske- years. Ske- skulls or skeletons? Skeletons. Oh, I think it's skulls. Can't have one with the other, really. Max <laughs> is in his cups, ladies and gentlemen. He's in his cups. 19 years old. Decups. I had a leather jacket. Mm. I had the gold <laughs> chain. <laughs> Diamond side earring. Oh, Mags. I was wearing the Drakkar, and I had a Wait. Mustang with chrome rims. Oh, and, and, and members only jacket? No, no it, was a, it was a leather. I think it was Wilson. Wilson leather jacket. Can we just call you Diamond Stud from now on? Oh, but they used to say Polly Mags. <laughs> yeah, Mags. It's like do straight we, up Jersey Shore. Do you have thing. any photos that we could share? I don't, but you'll never see the light. Oh, and gel. Okay. You had gel. You had hair then, right? I had gelled spiked hair. Wow. I don't know what to say about all this, man. Well, that's my deep, dark secret. Yeah. And I do have a brother, Joey, and I do have a cousin named Freddie. What about Vito? No Vito. But my cousin has a kid named Vinny. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like an episode of The Sopranos over here. Less money, though. Okay. <laughs> a lot right. less money. Let's Gor- murder. Gorilla. Craziest or most memorable thing that's happened to you on a hike? I have a couple, but I've actually had a pistol pulled on me at 15,000 feet on a mountain before. Oh, geez. Okay, do please, tell. Please, tell please. us. That, that'll work. That was uh, living in Ecuador and climbing a uh, mountain right outside of town there. A little weekend getaway, Pichincha, a little active volcano. Got up to the summit. On the way down, this guy pops out of the nowhere and pulls out a pistol and says, let's go off the side of the trail. <laughs> really? Yep. That's a hell of a Were, were you with anyone? I was with about six people. Uh, okay, so That's what cool. happened? Well, uh, we heard this guy had been caught. He had a history of uh, pulling people over and uh, taking all their clothes and everything else and you what? know, uh, sending people down the mountain naked and selling all their s- stuff. That's not all bad. Okay, so he pulls a pistol. He says, follow me into the trees. And what do you guys say? I threw a rock at him and said, let's run. And? We ran and we got away. Did he sh- fire off any shots? Nope. 
Well, there you go. I, wow. Uh, That's a weird one. That is really, that really was a weird one. odd, man. Wow. I bet you lost a couple years off your life. Lost there. a couple. A couple weeks later, I almost slid in a crevasse, too. That was a rough uh, period there. Good grief. <laughs> wow. We're not going hiking with you either. Sorry. I know, right? All right, Sweet Tater, you got a top of gun story, so mm. the mic is yours. Well, I kind of had two I thought I'd share. We've heard, we've heard wildlife stories, heard about bears, heard about bandidos. <laughs> and really, I think the real wildlife you went into is the people, the townies, the folks that to give you rides, you know, the kids yeah. and whatnot. So a lot about a through hike is all the hitching you have to do to go get your pop tarts, your beef jerky, and whatnot. So there's really two stories to think of. 2000 on the AT, a lot more hitchhiking, a lot more road crossings, a lot more kind of urban, you know, or yeah, backcountry sure. wildlife. So I'll just kind of put out two general storylines you guys can pick which one you want to hear so okay the one that involves a gun involves uh me coming down the priest into the uh tyro river ty river ty river right around mile 880 or so yep to come down the priest with a bunch of friends and i was hiking with a fellow named yurt man haywood jackson a true southern deep fried gentleman <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah i, I love the way I, he when, put that when i say deep fried the man had uh you know a strong affiliation with uh with fungus <laughs> of the of the psychedelic nature. Okay, okay. <laughs> and he basically wore a little uh, Tarzan kind of loincloth made out of that like like a uh, sham wow. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not, a, not a whole lot else. He put the wow and sham wow and he had, he had, <laughs> kind of a bunch of He kind of kind of had uh, pupils like little mm-hmm. like little uh, tiny tiny dots. Okay. Anyway, so he and I got down first, and everyone else was well behind us, and there was. I'm, not, I'm telling the story now. You are, man. Go with go, it. Go, go, go with it. Go with it. The other ones actually might be better. So let me let, let me tell you a little bit about the other one. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I got I got in a car that I thought stopped to uh, give me a ride. <laughs> and it, yeah. and I, 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 it was this is on the Blue Ridge, and I'm some like you know somewhere in those twisty, turny WPA kind of era limestone tunnels yes. and stuff. Right. And I. I'm walking through it, and I think, man, if a car comes around this blind curve, it's going to kill me. And so I'm at halfway through it, and sure enough, I hear a car coming. So I start <laughs> running, 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 running. Of course, before that, I'm looking at the little limestone formations and stuff, you know, coming out of the rain, comes through the bottom of these bridges. And I just get out in the nick of time to, like, jump to the side of the shoulder to get away this car kind of creening down. And it stops. <laughs> you know, kind of jerk each stop. Yeah. And I'm going to tell this story. I think it's better. Please. It doesn't involve a gun. By the way, the other one involved me walking down the river and seeing a guy shoot a beaver in the river. I stopped. (laughs) Haywood's in his ShamWow loincloth. Yeah. And uh, I kind of froze. And a guy runs from his little veranda across the road with a pistol and threatens the guy for shooting the beaver. So there's two guns in that story. Wow. Okay. And okay. that, that, that story eventually leads to us getting a ride from a one-armed <laughs> grave digger, and it was a hot, humid day, and that grave dirt in the back of his truck was so cool and inviting and comfortable, Ooh, but I'm not going to tell that story. So okay. the other one, <laughs> the other story. Hey, quit, really quick, I yeah. say our next bonus show, we just tape this gentleman. This is great. Sweet tater. <laughs> Sweet tater, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Our next bonus show. So, uh, so, now, so now, now I'm back to... Uh, the ride I got, you see. So I got to back up a bit. So this is, I don't know you guys know, there's, there's flying squirrels. Sure, you bet. We actually out had there. a pet flying squirrel when I was growing up. There you go. Was it a sugar glider or was it an actual flying an squirrel? An actual flying squirrel. Wow. Yep. Or man. hillbillies. They had a nice family, man. They I had, had a pet dribbles. rat. I had dribbles. Well, I bet you did. And, well, <laughs> but they lived in a habit trail. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just pitching you the softballs. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So, okay, so in this stretch, 
it's the Mid-Atlantic Lowlands, about 700 miles of boring. You know, it's hot, humid. People start dropping off out of essentially just boredom because not a mm-hmm. lot to see. The excitement of starting the trail is long behind you. Katahdin's kind of still way out and, you know, you can't really <laughs> think about it quite yet. And uh, so you do things like throw little throw little pieces of leaves and spider webs to watch the spider go kind of clean them out. That's like your entertainment, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had to hitch into town. I was completely out of food, and I... My data book said the next town was like way, it wasn't a planned resupply. I had, to get, I had to get like way, way, way down this hill to some town. And I'm not even going to tell you the town. It's just one of those towns in Virginia, you know. Yeah. Sure. Where if you go far enough, you come to a big highway. And that's where the grocery store is by then because all the small ones have, you know, have shut down. So I start walking and I wait and wait and wait. I get one ride from some folks in a giant suburban. You can tell super wealthy people probably have some little cabin out there. And they give me a ride for like two miles and go uh. like, Bye. You know, yeah. I was like, uh, thanks. <laughs> like, How about some trail magic? Seriously. <laughs> but they didn't get it. They were not right. trail magicians. Okay. <laughs> but this next feller was, right? So, I'm, so I, go th- I kind of survived going through this tunnel. It was an old Volvo. And it pulls over. And I think, oh, my God, this guy's got, like, the ass end of this old Volvo sticking out in this tunnel. Like, I better get in this car, and we better get down this hill, or something's going to slam into the back of this car. So... I don't even see the guy. I don't even know who's driving this thing. And I, and I, I open the back door and throw my pack in. And then I, then I open the passenger door. And I'm like halfway in. And this guy jumps out and looks at me. And he's got gray hair and a DA, like a duck's ass from the 1950s. He's got, he's got this totally non-ironic kind of like pearl button shirt. Yeah. All tight, tucked in, pants up, cowboy boots. And he, his mouth is like a black hole, like light kind of, you know, can't escape the gravity of this guy's like tobacco rotten mouth. And he's got red sores streaking down the side oh, of his mouth. Oh, God. And he looks at me and he goes, he goes, I can't see mouth for shit. And I, I was like, oh, uh. And he was kind of scared of me. Like, who the hell was this guy? Getting into his he's car. He's scared of you. He's, scared of, he's not scared, but just kind of like yeah. looking at me like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> and uh, so he's kind of looking. He kind of like walks, kind of <laughs> kind of walks like a crab, kind of sideways, kind of keeping broadside to me. Like, what's this guy all about? And he pops open the trunk of his car, and he gets out a bunch of brake fluid. Oh, and then Jesus. he kind of and he kind of looks at me, and he and he and he and once again he says. Can't say anything with mouth shit. And I and I was like, sorry. <laughs> he takes two fingers like, you're, like <laughs> two two fingers I'm holding up two fingers yeah he's yeah. holding up two fingers and um, he clears his own airway you know like he's a CPR dummy and he's got this plug of chaw in there <laughs> oh, that's kind of like that aforementioned gerbil <laughs> that's my own low hanging fruit Mm-mm. and um, and then then he can speak and he says I said I can't talk with a mouthful of shit so he had to take the packy out of his mouth. Yeah, sure. So then we go around to the front of the car. He pops the hood, and he tops off the master cylinder with brake fluid. Then we get in. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it's an old Volvo. My feet are on top of about 200 pounds of scrap metal, most of which are drill bits. There are a lot of empty Geritol boxes in the car. Oh, jeez. All right. And there is a canteen that he just uses, a wood, like a wood screw, to kind of shoot into the dashboard, and he's using it as his platoon. So he reloads with chaw. And we start going down the hill. And he has to tap the brakes frequently because it's just bleeding fluid everywhere. (laughs) You're going down these twisty, turny roads, right, in the Blue Ridge. And as we're going, he just starts telling me about uh, 
more or less, uh, I was kind of getting getting the picture that he had a pretty substantial head injury uh, okay. back in the day. It's just getting better at each passing curve. Oh, yeah. Very good. Lots of twists and turns. How much time we got? Keep going, <laughs> bro. We got all the time you need. All right, then. So uh, we're going down the hill, and uh, he starts saying things like, it took me 20, 26 years to get the Greek alphabet. <laughs> and I'm like, man, this guy speaks Greek? Like, wow. Uh-huh. And uh, so something happened 26 years ago to this guy. That much I had figured out. Car's not stopping so hot. He's hitting the brakes, and it's kind of speeding up on the turn. So we pull over a few times to top it off with more brake fluid. Oh. But he seems like he's a competent mechanic. He describes his kind of scrapyard of other Volvos. Man's into fine Swedish automobiles way yeah. up there. Well, you know, you can't, yeah. you can't <laughs> knock that. So um, we finally kind of start getting down into the flats, and we go past this Really big, freaky old, look, almost looked like a, like a lumber yard or something, or like a log mill. I didn't know they had those there, but it looked like that type mm-hmm. of a big place. And that, now I'm going to cuss. Please. Okay, get your hand on the trigger. we do that later. Later. Very good. And uh, <laughs> just out of nowhere, out of nowhere, he says, you know, he's talking about Greek alphabet, and, his, his, and I figured I hit a motorcycle accident. And then out of nowhere, this guy, he just turns to me. And he, he, all of a sudden, he started popping in out of these different kind of weird little per, alternate personalities. Yeah. And we're just having this kind of general conversation. All of a sudden, he goes, See that building over there? And I'm like, Yeah. He goes, Done once back there. <laughs> yeah, you can delete that whole section if you want. <laughs> Didn't sound real rapey. Well, it, it sounded like the nuns back then. <laughs> You know, I want to know what sound rapey. What was your response? Nuns need love. What well, did you What did you offer in return for that? You know, I what What did I offer in return? I was just really kind of in a He's listening like, Me mode. Too. I mean, I don't sound like much of a listener. Uh huh. But this guy had a lot to say. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So oh apparently, there used to be a big big convent up there in the mountains back in the day or something, and that was what the good old boys would do. They'd kind of. St- <laughs> and uh, apparently, before his accident, he was pretty well known in town. I learned that later. Okay. So we're go. So so we keep going down the hill, and then we kind of get into town. And I see this little florist shop. He says, "See that flower shop right there?" I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "That young fella lived here. Nice young man. He went off. To, went off to New York City. He came back a faggot, <laughs> <laughs> and he opened a flower shop right there. And every." Every block, he was pointing out something, and sometimes it was a real beautiful, sweetest, kindest thing to say, <laughs> and sometimes it was about nuns and faggots. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we just keep on going, and we cruise all the way out, like I said, to the new highway overpass, past the little dilapidated old town. Yeah. And we get to the Piggly Wiggly. Sure. Oh, yeah. And the Dollar General store. So I'm all set. Everything I need. I can get, I can get my uh, heat. You know, the yeah. H-E-E-T? Yeah. Yellow bottle, not red bottle, boys and girls. That's we all, right. know, oh, we all that's, know that story. That's exactly right. We'll talk right. about the finer points of uh, gas line dryers. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so, uh, so we go into the Piggly Wiggly. And as you do, you put your backpack in your shopping cart, and then you get prepared for hypothermia because it's so over-air-conditioned. Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. So I'm kind of braced for the hypothermia, and you go up and down the aisles, with your stinky-ass pack, and you just start loading your food. And then you have to go out front, get rid of all the cardboard right. and packaging, and kind of consolidate everything into your little food bag. So I go through, and I lose track of them. Lose track of them in there, which I thought was like... That's probably a good thing. Kind of it was blessing. the right thing to yeah, do I at thought that that's, that's not such a bad situation. So 
of course, after you get your food, you also get your trail meal. So I, so I was really into fried chicken, bananas, and like big jugs of ice cold whole milk. That was like my, my trail meal. Lots of protein and fat and grease and salt and everything. So oh. I load up and I'm out front eating over a garbage can, as you will, right, right by the sliding exactly. doors, right by the sliding doors <laughs> exactly. of the Piggly Wiggly. And um, <laughs> I had a little cardboard barn. That's what my that's what my uh, my my uh, legs and thighs came in. <laughs> Most delicious. Yeah. So a little cardboard piggly wiggly barn with the like gr- the chicken grease kind of coming through the cardboard, yeah. and I was chugging cold milk and eating fried chicken. Oh my and god! And eating bananas. <laughs> I got to the point where I, I got I got to the point where I could not put any more in my body. <coughs> so uh, I'm sitting there kind of doing this number like, oh, oh, you know, like trying to get that last drumstick down. <laughs> yeah, sure. And I think, and I'm like, look around, and uh, I'm about ready to throw this little cardboard box with like half a drumstick and maybe half a thigh into the garbage can. And right. I, I have not seen sail oral for like a good 45 minutes. And this, I'm hovering the barn over the garbage can, right? I'm about to throw it out, and from nowhere, this disembodied voice. You must be rich, throwing out chicken like that. <laughs> and I know that sounds like sling blade, but I mean... <laughs> that's, 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 that's for real. And he is sitting between a Pepsi machine and a Coke machine in a little boot, in like a little stool. That's why I couldn't see him. <laughs> but he was watching you, He man. was watching me. <laughs> so, uh, and I go, oh, hey, say Laurel. He goes, can I get that chicken? And I was like, no, I can't eat anymore. He goes, well, I'll eat it. So I sit next to him, and he finishes off the chicken. And while we're there, the Pepsi guys show up. And he opens the front of the machine and wheels out the dolly and loads up the machine. It's in his little pressed Pepsi shirt and everything. And he just has the sweetest conversation with Say Laurel. And the guy's like, I've seen you met Say Laurel. Say Laurel? Guy, I, I didn't even mention this fellow's name. And the only reason I'm using his real name is because he is most certainly long gone by now. And he ain't listening to podcasts, he, he, man. He was up there. <laughs> That's right. So, um, so old Say Laurel. Just had the nicest, sweetest conversation. This guy clearly knows. Everyone in town knew Say Laurel as the old head injured guy. Yeah. So he just had a real sweet conversation. The kind of guy looked at me, and he was like, I see you met Say Laurel. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, he's harmless. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. That wasn't my accent. I said, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and they just have a polite conversation. Bye-bye. Nice southern conversation. The guy gets in the Pepsi truck, drives off, and he says, his wife's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> I woo. We I have, don't think we can follow that. No, we, we no. haven't. Listen, we haven't even gotten to the dollar store yet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we can stop here if you want and save it for later because this. You know, I, I'm, say, about, I'm about three quarters there. <laughs> we should just yeah. finish this road we're on here. Sure. Yeah, yeah please. All right. Let, let, okay. Let's wrap this thing up, man. That you went to the dollar store <laughs> so next. I, so, so, so I say, hey, say Laurel. I'm going to head in the dollar store. It was even colder than the Piggly Wiggly, and all I had to do was get a little jar of heat for my alcohol stove, right? Yellow bottle. and Not um, red. Right, Not yellow red. bottle. And by the way, all these fancy alcohol stoves, all you need is a little 69-cent fancy feast, little like Persian cat, cat on the yeah. front. You get yeah. the food, make a cat happy, boom, you got your, you got your uh, alcohol stove. So I got my fancy feast, and I got my, um, got my heat. And lady in there goes, I see you met Say Laurel. I said, said, yeah. She goes, he's harmless. And I was like, okay, okay. And um, 
And then she explains that he had been in a really bad motorcycle accident, had major brain damage, and that he was just this sweet old guy, kind of a loner, lived way up in the hills, pretty much right where he stopped to get me, way up there, and had his family live there forever. So, and they had a lot to say about say Laurel, and mostly that he was harmless. <laughs> and uh, I come out, and he is long gone. Like, his car is not there. And he had, you know, memory issues and just right. you know, from, from moment to moment. So I think, okay, this is cool. I can just hitch with someone else now and get back up to the trail and kind of carry on. So I just start walking and walking and walking. And about 15 minutes later, he comes bombing down the road the other direction and, like, pulls a Yui through, <laughs> like, a double yellow line, slams on those crappy brakes, um, and he goes, I forgot about you for a minute there, you know? And I was like, all right. So the drive up wasn't that bad. You weren't hitting the brakes right, so much. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so we, we go up the hill. And I'm thinking, how am I going to lose this guy? You know, like, how, how am I going to shake him? Because he was starting to really kind of, like, open up to me and glom onto me in a way that was, you know, getting to be like, am I ever going to really leave these, these are hills? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. so uh, he, he then started to kind of open up in a way that was really kind of tender and sweet, you know, hmm. in the way that you, you have, you know, you ha- on these hikes, for me at least, you have to learn to rely on the kindness of strangers and in, in turn kind of be a kind stranger yourself. And uh, I think that can be one of the things you take from the trail. So, um, so he starts telling me how he's kind of lonely and how he's lived there forever and how he had a big king-size water bed and how when he was younger he used to really take the ladies up there. And, <laughs> and nuns, apparently. And how he had a lot of Volvos up there and a little more about the water bed. And I was like, okay. Don't really need to see the water bit. Yeah. And um, so, but he was talking about how he was lonely. And I told him about the Appalachian Trail. And he had lived there his whole life, probably multi-generations of the Say Laurel family. He never heard of the Appalachian Trail. Oh, jeez. Oh. And there was a crossing right there with a picnic table and a grill. You know, those like grills that are like cemented yeah. into yeah, the yeah, ground. Yeah. yeah. And I said, well, Say Laurel, you know, you're right here on this trail. And if you're lonely and you want to meet, you know, fun people, if you just get yourself some soda pop and some crappy hot dogs at the dollar store, you know, and some charcoal and just grill them up, you'll have friends all summer. And he was he was all eyes. He was like, really? And I was like, yeah, you should do it. And I said, come on up, just drop me off there. It, this is right where I was watching the flying squirrels and playing with the spider webs earlier, you know? Right. And um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We've all done it. And um, lucky for me, just as I got up there, he's kind of, at this point, he's asking, well, what do you eat in the trail? And how far is the trail? And can I walk it? And he was super enthused. Yeah. And um, I was, again, I was just like, well, I got I to gotta get on the way here. I got a couple more hours of sunlight. And I'm going to keep going north here. And there was this South African guy who was a, uh, I think it was a gold process, maybe diamonds, but he was some type of, we called him the professor. Hmm. And he was like, he had his PhD in like, um, geology and did some type of mining. I think it was I think it was gold, not diamonds. Interesting guy. And a really heavy South African accent. Tall guy, very interesting. And um so I'm kinda like saying my goodbyes, trying to say my goodbyes from Say Laurel and he's followed me up the trail. Okay. Just kinda like, well hey, so what again do you eat? Like how many Pop Tarts for breakfast? And like blah blah blah. And all of a sudden all <laughs> of a sudden I see the professor come out of the woods, right? And I go, Wait, that guy right there is from South Africa and he's a he has a he's a gold miner. And, and he, like, whips his head around and starts walking to, hey, professor. And I, just, and I, start, I, start, poking, I start, like, running up the hill. And that, anyway, that's my, that's my story. Oh, oh man. That, yeah. that was incredible. <laughs> oh, give, wow. Give it up for Sweet Tater and Gorilla for yeah. telling yes. me. Wow. You can just edit me out of that. No. no. no that's, that's awesome.
Wow. Oh. All right. I saw All Good and Snorkel back there. They haven't been on the mic yet to tell some stories. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's trade up again. Thanks again. Thanks, Wake guys. Up, that snorks. was awesome. That was just. That was a good story. That, wow. I'm still stuck on break. Say Laurel. I love that name. That's phenomenal, man. All right. So our last guest for the night. Last guest for the wow. night. We've got All Good and Snorkel back on the microphones. And we're going to ask you the same questions we've been asking everyone else. Okay. Uh, all, all Good, we'll there's start. There's a cup holder, buddy. Yeah, I got it. Oh, there you go. You got a beer? I needed the full beer. Snorkel, do you need beer? Are you good? Snorkel what do you need? always needs beer. Okay. What do we have here? Because did, did we just lose what, all that is beer? Is that all gone? There, the one that you spilled? Yeah, the one I spilled, I think, is pretty much gone. Uh, I'll take the ice cream. If the, no, if dude, there's, there's beer, there's there's beer, beer in there. In there. Uh, all right. Uh, Ram it. It's, it's not the, quite it's, ice cream, but... It's the German Christmas in a cup. Ooh. Yes. That's, that's kind of like there's, ice cream. There's beer in there. Oh, okay. She's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll go. We're going to start with you. What's the craziest thing you've seen at Winter OR or at any OR Ooh. you've been to? The craziest thing I've seen at Winter OR. You act, now, you're or acting surprised. OR. We've been asking this I question know. all night. Come on. Should we go to Snorkel first? Because yeah, she's let's, ready. Let's throw it to Snorkel first. Okay, she looks let's like she's trying to talk, and I'll give it a, I'll give it a little chill here. Okay. Yeah. Snorkel, cra- what's the craziest OR thing you have witnessed with your eyes there? Well, you know what really makes me think of, of a great marketing strategy to sell shoes? <laughs> wow, this, this sounds like this is going to be good. Okay. I'm, I'm waiting. Oh, well, I'm going to disappoint you, because the answer is girls in a bikini in a hot tub. <laughs> what? Yes, it is. <laughs> that was that is was that going on this week? No, last year at winter. So, sorry, sorry to uh, all of the, the all of the the people here who attended OR uh, and, and missed out. Uh, you know, I think OR is cutting corners everywhere. Yeah, definitely. And apparently, my b- blog post on eathomas.com really made the OIA. Nice this is the outdoor industry. Think about how they've used. Uh, the the exploitation of women to sell gear and how that's not cool. Wow. Yeah, you might say they have their booth girls like a car yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, but but were people allowed? Like, let's say I was wearing my bikini under my clothes, could I go over there and strip down and jump in? God, no. I hope so. <laughs> 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 no, I think what Snorkel's talking about is last year we were at Winter War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I a get... certain uh, lifestyle brand sandal shoe. Oh, go ahead, maybe say it. Reef, reef. Yes. Had a very large eight-person hot tub with four very attractive women that were scantily clad in very small bikinis um, there to sell their sandals. And, and you, all they did was lay in the hot tub and kind of float around all day and say hi to you. But that's what I'm saying. What if I had walked up and said, I want to get in? Yeah, I think I should have gotten in. I should have yeah. walked yeah. down my and jumped yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't mean everyone loves Tommy Boy in the hot tub. And by the <laughs> way, I noticed that Reef was not at this year's Winter oh. OR, so I wonder. Ooh. I wonder if there were some repercussions. I heard the hot tub broke the budget. Ooh, <laughs> could have been, could have been. But you know, I mean, Snorkel brings up a very important part uh, point. You know, I mean, I think as long distance hikers, I think we see a lot of very strong women in our lives that sure. are really amazing athletes. And I think it's really sad. I've walked probably five, 6,000 miles exclusively with women. And um, I enjoy hiking with women because they don't bitch. They don't moan. They're very stoic. And uh, they're a lot tougher in a lot of ways than men when you're out on a long-distance trail. Sure, the endurance thing, man. And you come to OR where you think, oh, it's all about gear and it's a community all about this outdoor lifestyle. But at the end of the day, sex sells. And that's why when you walk by Yak Tracks, they got a girl 
in yoga pants and a halter top walking on a block of ice all day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I got a picture of her for my blog. And about, uh, that's why P.O.D. was very scandalously pushing the beer tubes. And you sold yes. every single and one. you sold every one. Yeah. yeah. But I think, um, you know, for a, for a female athlete, and even for a guy, I mean, I have a younger sister, and, and I think a lot of people in the hiking community know Snorkel's like a younger sister at this point. She more or less lives in her house <laughs> for like a third year for free. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I like it puts that last part. Yeah, free. For free. For free. For free. Well, pro bars in some okay. hiking. Um, a little barter. A little barter. Yeah, but okay. I think when you know so many strong athletes, I mean, think about the people we've seen at Awar in the last year. We've seen Jennifer Farr Davis here. We had a niche here this weekend. I mean, you know, yeah. POD. We got Shira. I mean, we have a lot of women, you know. I mean, Snorkel. You know, we have sure. a lot of strong women athletes that have, you know, hiked thousands of miles and really kind of been in the forefront of the hiking community. And you come thinking, oh, it's going to be great. And you realize it's like, to it's them, you're just a club. pretty face and it's yeah. a boys' club. And at the end of the day, you know, you got a bunch of 55 year old guys that are purchasing agents, you know. Yeah. Right. Basically, you know, flirting with some 20-year-old girl that they hired to stand in a booth, and that's what gets the PO at the end of the day. Yeah. Instead of software or cars, it just has to be outdoor stuff. Right, exactly. I mean, I don't think the vehicle matters what you're selling. At the end of the day, you put an older guy with a PO book in front of a good-looking girl, and he's going to open that up and sign it out and <laughs> order some shoes. <laughs> he's going to order some sandals. <laughs> wow. But not from Reef, because they're not there this year. Yeah. yeah. But I, I might think the craziest thing I've actually witnessed in my three times now at OR, was two very prominent long-distance hikers meeting for the very first time. <gasps> he went oh, there. Oh, rumor monger. Okay. I'm not, I don't know if it was a rumor. I just, it was very interesting to see maybe two of the more famous long-distance hikers in the world meet for the first time. Okay, and who and was that? P.O.D. and? P.O.D. <laughs> and Anish. And then let me tell you, that was quite the meeting. <laughs> oh, man. They size each other up for a good five right. minutes. Th- th- there was a lot of requests to see the two of those in the Sierra Designs double sleeping bag. Yes, there were. <laughs> we were all kind of hoping for a snorkel sandwich, but it didn't happen. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I think some fan fiction might be written about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But no, I think uh, getting to actually be in a room, like, you know, the last time I was at a war, the first time I came to a war was a year ago. And uh, there was a very small handful of long distance hikers here. There was um, Trauma, who is pretty legendary. Sure. Lint, Snorkel, myself, neighbor Jay. And uh, that was it, right? I think that was it, yeah. That was it. And, uh, you know, we were a pretty tight little pack. And, uh, you know, people were kind of like, who the heck are you guys? And uh, this summer or this winter or how many have this are Like 16? A lot. A lot. A lot. And uh, it was a really big difference to, you know, see all of a sudden, you know, there's, you know, it's lunchtime and there's 15, 16 of us standing in a room. Right. And, you know, a very famous Andrew Skirker comes walking up. And, you know, he kind of was taken aback, I think, for a minute. Like, what the hell are all of you doing here, too? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. but it was kind of neat to actually get to see that actually unfold. And and I think it's nice to see that long-distance hiking is becoming actually, like, this thing where we're getting recognized like athletes. Because there's no reason why long-distance hikers that are out there year after year and pioneering yeah. new routes shouldn't be getting sponsored um, the same way that... Say somebody who's climbing Mount Everest or someone going to do like an Annapurna climb sure. to get the same True. kind of recognition. True. So. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. Let, let's back up a minute. You never actually said who Andrew Skirka <laughs> met. Yeah, I actually got to watch the first meeting of Andrew Skirka and one oh. Swami. Wow. And, uh, so you saw that you were there. You were, you I were was, standing I there. I witnessed the, the moment. Did okay. the goat make an appearance? 
The goat made an appearance, yeah. <laughs> um, it was quite a fun scene to actually watch because I think both of them have known who each other are but have never crossed paths. Right. Especially never on trail, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Stairs back there. yeah he's giving you but, the uh, thousand-yard stare. But buddy. it was pretty interesting to see probably two of the most famous and preeminent hikers you know, of our time yeah. kind of meet for the first time. It kind of reminded me of when I was a ridge runner. I got to know, uh, on the Appalachian Trail in the 90s, I got to know Earl Schaefer very well. Mm. Oh. And it kind of reminded me of what it must have been like the first time Earl Schaefer and Grandma Gatewood met. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, Max. Max? Words, so. Max? Do you want to speak to that? Weren't you well, there? I w- Not just me, like 50 wait, other people. Wait, yeah. was Max there when Earl Schaefer met Grandma Gatewood? No, but he... <laughs> he was there at the Ruck, though, weren't you? Yes. Because <laughs> someone asked... This is this is not telling tales out of school, because someone asked Earl Schaefer about Grandma Gatewood. He just got indignant. like, And he did say... She's a fraud. She's a fraud. <laughs> Man, you just pulled back the curtain. That's I, where the saying I, comes I, from. I, at yeah. the front this of the is, show. Well, I can give a little background on this, too, because I knew Earl so well over my years of ridge running. He would say, you know, I'd see her out on trail, and I'd, I'd ne- she'd never pass me. And then I'd get to town two days later, and she'd be sitting on somebody's front porch drinking lemonade. So basically, boys and girls, the very first two thru-hikers actually accuse each other of yellow blazing. So if you've ever wow. wondered where it comes from... There it is. <laughs> and it was a very public meeting. He was like, okay, Grandpa just got a little cranky over this. <laughs> All right. So, so, so ba- back to the meeting that you witnessed yesterday. Which uh, I tried to fuck it at Swami. I tried. <laughs> I tried so to bring I, it back, Swami. and I succeeded. So I unfortunately was not there, and I'm going to regret not being present. I was there for that. For the rest of my life. Right. Well, anyway. Uh, so, so my question is, between those two prominent current long distance hikers. Yes. Who who was the one who said he's a fraud? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think either one called each other a fraud. In fact, I think there was a lot of mutual respect for each other and what each other have achieved over the years. Sure. Um there might have been a little bit of a jab thrown here and there, but I don't think it was anything <laughs> that either one couldn't handle on their own. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. It was pretty cool. I mean honestly that little row there in front of Woolrich for you know, right before lunch, there was a lot of miles standing there together. Oh, yeah. 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 In a lot of ways, you know, being the president of All the West, you only get to see a lot of your hiking friends once a year, and we have our gatherings. And uh, in a way, this winter OR has kind of become a little gathering, and it's, it's been a lot of fun to see everyone. Th- this has been the favorite part of it, just seeing everyone, re- making new acquaintances, seeing people I haven't seen before that I feel like I've known forever. Yeah, right? exactly, yeah. I mean, a lot of people you've switched emails with, but you never met. It's, it's been yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, comparing hair shirts has been great. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Is there going to be a photo posted on the Trail Show Facebook or Insty about, uh, uh, of this hair shirt? Um. March show, Let's maybe. Do it. Maybe yeah, in yeah, March, yeah. 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 yeah, March at the Rock in Colorado. Yeah, at the Rock in Colorado. We'll have a little hair shirt festival. No, but I think it's been great all of us getting together. I mean, this has been... It's been the best part. Yeah, by far. Snorkel. Craziest, most memorable trail story for you. What would you give us? What would you give the Trail Show Nation? Uh, uh, should I go to all good? You first? should go to all okay. good. Man, you guys are passing the, the ball. Yeah, well, the you know, I mean, like there. I said, I mean, she's kind of like my little sister. So... I'll give you a little preview of maybe a future trail show, but uh, okay. this this year, Snorkel and I together pioneered, with our good friend Tomato, a 300-mile route through uh, the Columbia River Gorge. Yes, uh, yes. So let me tell you a little fun story you would never believe in ranching territory as a long-distance hiker. Okay. So it's about 100 degrees out one day. God's country. God's country. Definitely, as Swami would say, a beautiful piece of God's country. 
We come out of this canyon. It's about 100 degrees. We had about a 35-mile water carry that day. And uh, it was kind of two in, the, 2 in the afternoon. We're walking on gravel roads through ranch land at this point. And we're both pretty tired. We're kind of hungry and hot. And we sit down. And we sit down in front of a ranch house on the side of the road thinking, all right, we're fine. It's legal. And we sit there eating our snacks and drinking some water. Yeah. And about 10 minutes later, we see this truck come barreling up the road. And Snorkel goes, oh, no, this is it. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, uh, yeah, this could be tense. So um, we kind of get packed up a little bit and get our packs on because we see this guy coming. And we kind of stand up and get ready to move. And the truck pulls right up to us. He goes, what are you guys doing? And I'm like, well, you know, we're, uh, we're doing this trail called the Chinook Trail. And we're like, you know, we're on this loop. And he goes, Huh, I've never heard of that. We're like, oh, well, you know, it's never been done before. And then you kind of show him we're going. He was, where are you lost? We're like, no, we know we're going. He's like, do you need directions? We're like, no, we're good. Do you have water? Yeah, we got plenty of water. Do you need food? No, we got food. You guys ever hear of the PCT? We're like, <laughs> <laughs> this is a rancher. This is a rancher. I mean, straight up yeah. rancher in a ranch truck. We're like, yeah, we've heard of the PCT. He's like, yeah, man, I've hiked like all of Washington and part of Oregon on the PCT. So what? That's what? Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we pretty much determined that the Chinook Trail might be the only trail <laughs> where you walk through ranching territory, and the ranchers are actually long distance hikers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. Nice. Yeah. All right, Snorkel. Back to you. You've had oh. time to think. All right. All right. So this is, this is a long story. This happened to me on the CDT. So. I roll into Grants and I stay with the moms and it's wonderful. You know, they're, they're very kind about having me stay at their house. The only problem is they have 12 cats and I'm allergic to cats. Oh, that, that's all right. I had a great time. I roll out of Grants. I, well, I try to roll out of Grants. I have to stop at the pie store first. And a really kind person in town buys me some pie because, you know, that's Grants. And, I, and I'm rolling out of town, and I'm in that Bonita Canyon area, kind yeah. of walking that dirt canyon, minding my own business, when, boom, this animal jumps in front of me. I'm like, whoa. And I'm thinking it's a bobcat or something, and I look at it really carefully, and it ends up being this, this kitten. I was like, whoa, that's really strange. I'm in the middle of nowhere in the desert, and there's a kitten here. Hmm. So I keep hiking, whatever, and it starts following me. And I'm like, well, uh, what, what do I do? I figure maybe it's thirsty. I put a little bit of water in my peanut butter jar. Let, 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 it, uh, let it drink and, you know, think I'm cool. It, it, it continues following me. And I'm like, well, maybe it's hungry. The only food I have at the time is some pickle-flavored Pringles. Of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? We all carry those. Ooh. This is my luggage right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, cat's suitable. Pickle. Pickle flavored Pringles—that's a thing. It—it it, it was a thing. I think you can still find it. Perhaps I think they were short-lived. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe New Mexico. You, you can still find it. Okay. G- Grants. Yep. We'll need a, a current through hiker to report back to, to us on that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, th- this cat starts eating these pickle flavored Pringles. So at this point, I'm thinking, man, this this cat must be in a bad shape. Someone dumped it in the middle of the desert, and I'm the only hope this cat has of getting out of here. So I, I decide I'm going to try to hike this cat out to a road, call up the moms, you're because gonna, they, they I, have 12 cats, and, and give them a 13th cat. You're going to hike the cat out? Yes. I like it. <laughs> wow. Yep. It Accomplished long-distance hiker and 
friend of the animals. (laughs) (laughs) So so luckily, in New Mexico, you can find all sorts of abandoned trash by the side of the road. I mean trail. Um, Including... Both. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's both. <laughs> Support the CDTC. No. <laughs> it's a With your help, we can get it off the roads. Anyway. anyway. So someone has taken an empty uh, ca- case of Bud and tossed it by the side of the road along with their refrigerator. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa. They had Bud? Are you sure it wasn't like Schlitz? No, Bud Light, probably. Bud Light. That's Bud Light, County. Yeah. All right. So Pringles and Bud Light for the cat. We got gotcha. you. Continue. <laughs> well, no, no. It's empty. It's just the box. And I'm okay. thinking, this, 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 this box is the perfect size yeah, to put a cat, cat in. Yeah. So I put the cat in and, uh, you know, start hiking along. And the cat doesn't like this. So it, it jumps out and kind of squirms. And I'm like, all right. I'm going to have to duct tape this cat into this box. Oh, no. <laughs> snorkels. <laughs> Snorkel the ass swamp. is going to be calling the trail show this week. Well, okay. So, so that, that, that oh. I, I decided against that. I also uh, I tried to, to carry the cat in the mesh back pocket of my, my, uh, my uh, I think I had an MLD profit at the time. And uh, the cat also didn't like this. So I, I'm left having to, to, uh, to save this cat by having it walk by my side. So... This cat that has had nothing to eat and drink except a little bit of my water and, and pickle-flavored Pringles ends up hiking six miles out with me. Oh, jeez. And uh, it what gets... What kind of speed could that cat do? Yeah. Uh, Three and a half, four and a half miles an hour? <laughs> Let's say it was getting increasingly uh, less excited about doing my pace. But it was very <laughs> excited in my chrome dome and the shade that it provided. Ooh, yeah. So eventually, I, I get to this place where it's kind of more in the res area, and I don't have any cell phone reception, but I really want to get in touch with the moms and be like, hey, is there any place I can meet you before this major road crossing that you can get into with a four-wheel drive or whatever to take out this cat? And uh, these cars come by, and eventually I'm able to flag someone down and, and, uh, and, and get, a, get a cell reception and have the moms come, and they come and bring me some Ben and & Jerry's and trade that for a cat. Whoa. Whoa. That's a <laughs> sweet trade. Yeah, dude. That's like the sweet best show magic ever. <laughs> <laughs> sweet trade, man. Sweet trade. So, you know, the moms are very nice, and they said, oh, you know what? We'll, we'll cash a little bit of water ahead on trail for you. And um, uh, so I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, I hike along, and the next day I go across Elma Pie, and I get to where I'm supposed to find this water cache. And I can't find it anywhere, and it's all right. I have, I still have plenty of water, and I just like, ah, you know what? I'll just keep going. It's starting to get late, and I walk on that section of, uh, I think it's Highway 117, where the CDT is routed on the highway. Support the CDTC. Get away from Bud Lights. So, so it's getting dark, and uh, I see that the trail is routed on this road for a while longer, and I, I notice there's some BLM land, and I scramble up over this cliff and decide it's time to camp. And um, so it's getting dark, and I set up my tent, and right as I'm in my sleeping bag about to go to sleep, this gun goes off right by me. And I'm like, oh, this, this, is, this is kind of sketchy. Then I was like, well, you know, maybe I'm imagining it. And then the more I think about it, I'm like, well, maybe I should not be here. Am I on private property? What's going on? And so I've decided since this gun is going off really close to me, <laughs> and it didn't sound like a target practice sort of thing. It was like a warning shot. that I better get, get the F out of there. 
So I scramble back down this cliff in the dark as fast as I can, pack up all my stuff, and start road walking down this highway. And really, you know, road walking down a highway in New Mexico is not something I wanted to do at all. But it seemed better than, you know, being on this land with this guy with this gun. Yeah. Yeah, right. for sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, you know, I, I decided to keep... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All good. Thank you for that safety tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and especially in New Mexico, road walking, road walking in general is not always the safest thing. Road walking right. at night, you're not exactly. very visible, which makes it even less safe. And you're in the middle of nowhere in New Mexico. Chances are that whoever's driving a vehicle at that time of night is probably drunk. So every time a vehicle comes by... It's a, it's a rapey situation. It, it's, it's a rapey sort of situation. Not, not to, to mention that I'm fairly certain that the guy with the gun is around that area. I, th- I thought I saw a truck that was parked around that area. And yeah, you know, first rule, like, uh, if you see a truck, try to, you know. But, Give but, him flat tires with a knife, I yeah, heard. Uh, <laughs> so every time a vehicle comes by, I jump into the ditch, turn off my headlamp, kind of like, you know, get down as low as I can... Until the vehicle passes. So I do this for maybe half an hour thinking every time a vehicle passes me, it's that guy with the gun who warned me to get, get off the land or whatever. You know, a, a sort of right, rapey situation. Right. So this car comes, comes, from, uh, comes from the north, I guess, you know, towards me as I'm heading south. And I jump into the bushes, as usual, turn off my headlamp. And, uh, you know, wait for the car to pass. And then after it's gone for a while, I keep headed south. And then I realize that car has just flipped a Yui and is headed straight for me. Wow. And I'm like. Did you uh, brown yourself? A a little bit. (laughs) A little bit. Uh, I might have yellowed myself. (laughs) Code yellow. (laughs) Yeah. So the car is flipping Yui and is heading straight towards me. And once again, I jump into the bushes, turn off my headlamp, and just kind of hang out there waiting for the car to pass and maybe not see me. Except the car is slowly moving towards me and then right around where I am stops. Come on. And I look up and the car slowly rolls down the window. And I'm like, okay, here's the gun coming out. I'm going to die. And it ends up being Hugo, mom, Aww. who was like, "What? We were really worried. We couldn't find your. We, we we saw that the water cache wasn't at all touched. We thought maybe you were lost somewhere in the desert." And I was like, "There's a guy with a gun out there, and he's trying to kill me, and I'm road walking in the dark because he's oh trying." Oh my and gosh. He was like, "Just get in the car. Get in the car. We'll take you back to Grants. You could stay there. We'll take you back to the what? same spot tomorrow. But get in the car." So. The story that the moms told me is that apparently that section of the CDT is uh, is used as a a drug running ramp oh, once geez. a month. <laughs> Perspective CDT hikers, <laughs> <laughs> something to think about. And the police and grants know that they're flying planes over from Mexico and using that unused section of, or you know, that rarely right. used section of highway. But they never know what day the plane is going to come in. Oh my gosh. So what happens is they'll... That's they'll the ultimate trail magic right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, wow. I, I don't even... That is, a wow. Hor- that is a horrendous evening on the trail. You know. So wait, the more, at the end of the day, did you go home and get to 
to the mums and get to see the kitten at least that she rescued? I did get to see the kitten oh. that I rescued. Wow. That's it, better than homicidal drug runners. Yes. yes. Okay. And I think or some reaping. more ice cream was involved when I returned to the mums. Wow. <laughs> oh, my wow. gosh. I, I think... Wow, yeah. Let's give it up for All Good and Snorkel. Yeah, yeah. Did we cover everybody uh, in the I th- room I here? I think we're, I think we're Okay, gonna. very Dude, good. Neighbors I think, across I think the, street, the CDTC house needs to go home. And yeah. Go yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hang tight real quick. We're going to finish up the show here. All right. This is part of the show where we're in the show. <laughs> we want to thank everyone for tuning in today. We have music going on for people who can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to all our monthly PayPal donors. Keep those iTunes reviews coming, please. You can always find us at thetrailshow.com, twitter.com slash trailshow, facebook.com slash thetrailshow, instagram.com slash thetrailshow, at Cafe Press, on Stitcher Radio, and of course on iTunes. You can find us individually on Twitter. You know the you know our Twitter handles. Go check it out. You can find some of us on Instagram, but not all of us. Um, go download bonus show number five right now and the rest of our bonus show catalog. That's right. And, and a, a lot of people have been downloading all five. I've been seeing the reports. It's really cool. Nice. We'll, we'll be back in February for our Valentine's Day Massacre show. It's going to be right. wonderful. Until then, for the Princess of Darkness, Mags, D'Lo, and all the hikers here in Salt Lake City, I'm Disco. Ciao. We'll see you next month. Woo! That's right. And special thanks to Ben and Lane and Angus McBay for the beer. Yeah. And thanks to all the wonderful hikers there tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, thanks. That's right. Thanks to everybody that made this show drink. possible. Thanks. And all show. the hot girls in spandex. <laughs> and show. thanks to our listeners who support the Bear Trails and Nonsense. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's a wrap. That's a show. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Charged him like the boss that I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they used to say, Polly Mags. Dropped his strides all the way to the floor. The guy leans over and zaps him right in the Jacobs.